0: Hello, this is your daily dose of news from On Manorama. I'm your host Vishnu and these are the major news stories of the day. We begin with Siddharamaya being sworn in as the Chief Minister of Karnataka. While DK Shiv Kumar took oath as the Deputy Chief Minister, eight legislators were sworn in as ministers on Saturday, exactly a week after the party swept the Assembly polls in Karnataka. CBI files charge sheet against Congress leader Jagdish Tytler in 1984 anti-Sikh rights case. PM Modi unveils Mahatma Gandhi's bust in Japan's Hiroshima, site of world's first nuclear attack. LDF government's second anniversary celebrations marred by Congress protests against misgovernance, corruption and tax hike. Temperature soars in Kerala, yellow alert for six districts. Let's get into the details. Siddharamaya was sworn in as Chief Minister of Karnataka for the second term along with State Congress President D.K. Shiv Kumar as Deputy Chief Minister and eight legislators as ministers on Saturday, exactly a week after the party swept the assembly polls in the state. Governor Chand Gaylot administered the oath of office and secrecy to the chief minister and his cabinet at Sri Kamthirava Stadium, where Siddaramaiah had taken oath in 2013 when he became chief minister for the first time. The legislators who were sworn in as ministers are G. Parmeshara, K. H. Munyapa, K. J. George, M. B. Patil, Sadish Jarkiholi, Priyank Kharge, Ramalinga Reddy, and B. Z. Zamir Ahmed Khan. Siddharamaya said his government's first order of business would be the implementation of the five guarantees that were made by the party in their manifesto, including 200 units of free power to all households under the Griha Jodi scheme, rupees 2,000 monthly assistance to the woman head of every family under the Griha Lakshmi scheme, 10 kg of rice free for every member of a BPL household under the Annabhagya scheme. Rs. 3,000 per month for unemployed graduate youths and Rs. 1,500 for unemployed diploma holders for two years under Yuva Nidhi and free travel for women in public transport buses under Shakti Scheme. He also said his government will give an administration as expected by the people of Karnataka. Mallikarjun Kharge, former Congress President Rahul Gandhi, General Secretary Priyanka Gandhi Vadra attended the swearing-in ceremony, while former AICC President Sonia Gandhi was absent. Chief Ministers of Congress ruled states and several other party leaders were also in attendance. Congress Chief Kharge had invited leaders of several like-minded parties for the swearing-in ceremony. The event seemed to be a show of strength for opposition parties amid unity efforts to take on the ruling BJP in the 2024 Lok Sabha elections. A meeting of the Congress Legislature party on Thursday had formally elected Siddharamaya as its leader and chief minister, following which he staked his claim with the governor who invited him to form the government. The 75-year-old Siddharamaya will become the chief minister for the second term after his earlier five-year stint from 2013. While 61-year-old Shiva Kumar, who had earlier worked as minister under Siddharamaya, will also continue as the party's Karnataka state president till parliamentary elections next year. The CBI on Saturday filed a charge sheet against Congress leader Jagdish Teitler in the Pul Bangash case of killing of three persons and torching of a Gurdwara during the 1984 anti-Sikh riots, officials said. Titler incited, instigated and provoked the mob assembled at Pulbangash, Gurudwara Azad market on November 1, 1984, that resulted in burning down of the Gurudwara and killing of three Sikhs, Thakur Singh, Badul Singh and Gurucaran Singh, the CBI alleged in its charge sheet filed before the special court here. The agency has invoked charges including rioting, unlawful assembly, provocation, abitment, murder and defiling of religious places, among others. The court will take cognizance of the charges on June 2, they said. Former Union Minister Tytler was accused of inciting a mob that murdered the victims. However, the CBI filed three closure reports which were rejected by the special court. The agency had recently collected voice samples of Tytler, who was named in the Nanavadi Commission report that probed the riots. The case pertains to the riots at Gurdwara Pulbangash in North Delhi, where three people were killed on November 1, 1984, a day after the assassination of then Prime Minister Indira Gandhi by her Sikh bodyguards at her official residence. The Gandhian ideals of peace and harmony reverberate globally and give strength to millions, Prime Minister Narendra Modi said on Saturday as he unveiled a bust of Mahatma Gandhi in Japan's Hiroshima. The location of the bust of Gandhi has been chosen as a mark of solidarity for peace and non-violence. The US conducted the world's first nuclear attack on Hiroshima on August 6, 1945, destroying the city and killing some 1,40,000 people. Modi also spoke to reporters after unveiling the bust and said that even today the world gets frightened when it hears the word Hiroshima. Japan's Prime Minister Fumio Kishida, representing a Hiroshima constituency in the House of Representatives, invited Modi to the G7 summit as a guest. The bust was gifted by India to Hiroshima as a symbol of friendship and goodwill between India and Japan on the occasion of Prime Minister Modi's visit to the city for the G7 summit. PM Modi also held bilateral talks with Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky in their first in-person meeting after the Russian invasion of Ukraine in February last year. The meeting on the sidelines of the G7 summit in Hiroshima came a day after leaders of the powerful grouping unveiled new sanctions on Moscow for continuing its war in Ukraine. It is not immediately known what transpired in the talks, however, it is widely believed that Zelensky sought India's support for Ukraine in its fight against Russia. Amid statewide programs being organized by the LDF government in Kerala to mark its second anniversary, the Congress-led UDF on Saturday laid a massive siege to the Secretariat in Thiruvananthapuram, the administrative hub, against the alleged misrule and corruption of the left dispensation. Hundreds of UDF workers, including women from various districts, arrived in the state capital and positioned themselves near the Secretariat complex located in the heart of the city. Senior UDF leaders and MLAs led the siege and took part in the protest along with the ordinary party workers alleging that the CPM led government had no right to continue anymore. KPCC Chief K. Sudagarin, leader of opposition in the state assembly VD Sadishan, senior Congress leader Demish Chinitala, UDF convener M.M. M. Hassan and IUML leader P.K. Kunyalakuti were among those who took part in the siege. The left government had no right to celebrate the anniversary as it has only provided misery to the people of Kerala, they alleged. During the siege, the UDF also submitted a charge sheet explaining various instances of corruption, nepotism and anti-people policies of the Vijayan government. The opposition front also raised demands like immediate action to arrest price inflation, clear pension dues, withdrawal of increased taxes, announced minimum support price for agricultural produce, payment of crop insurance dues, payment of salary dues to KSRTC employees, judicial inquiry into the alleged AI camera corruption and investigation into the K-Phone scam. Meanwhile, tension prevailed in the secretariat premises for some time due to a minor scuffle between the police and protesters over the entry of government employees to the administrative hub through the protest venue. Besides the Congress, the BJP workers also staged protests in front of the secretariat alleging misgovernance and corruption under the left government. The mercury level continues to rise in Kerala as the onset of the southwest monsoon is delayed. The India Meteorological Department has predicted that hot and humid weather is very likely over Kodikot, Kannur, Palakkad, Alapura, Koteam and Trisho districts due to the high temperature and humid air in the next two days. The weather office sounded a yellow alert for these six districts on Saturday as the maximum temperature is likely to go up by 2 to 4 degrees Celsius. Code recorded a maximum temperature of 37 degrees Celsius on Saturday. At the same time, the temperature touched 36 degrees Celsius in Kanur and Palakkar districts. According to the IMD forecast, Alapura, Kottayam, and Thishu districts recorded a maximum temperature of 35 degrees Celsius. A yellow alert means the weather conditions are expected to be relatively mild but still warrant caution. A yellow alert is issued when the temperature is expected to be between 35 degrees Celsius and 40 degrees Celsius, or when the heat index is expected to be between 41 degrees Celsius and 47 degrees Celsius. In addition, a yellow alert is issued for a heat wave when the maximum temperature is expected to be between 40 degrees Celsius and 42 degrees Celsius for two consecutive days. That brings us to the end of this episode. Thanks for listening to Daily News Tours, hosted and produced by me, Vishnu, with technical support by IW Studios. Follow on for detailed updates on the latest news and be sure to come back tomorrow.